0: Martin excited of the net. His backhander rolls off the end boards, kept in by the Canes. Worked across for Shea. Shea, out, on the score. Brady Shea, patience, and fires a bullet that beats to Smith. Canes grab the one nothing lead. Zaho gets one to Chatfield. He scores. Jalen Chatfield. Well, you know where he's going season puts Carolina up two to nothing well you know where he's going we gotta go there he got to the top of the circles and then he went to do wow did he make the night move Get it to Rust now. Out in front, still there, Pesci with an outstanding defensive play to tie up Gensel and Anderson with the peace of mind to just freeze it right there. Now centering it, Malkin his drive. Anderson makes the save and then sticks it to the far boards after Gensel crashes into Anderson. Oh, Sebastian Alho oh, is the first waved out, and Brent Burns. Oh, oh goes right oh after Sidney word. Crosby. Rod Brindamore might have another face-off man to work with, and in one second out comes Calvin DeHaan but a chance for Melkin, and oh Mr. Anderson makes the save potentially game-changing save now Anderson tries to make a fancy play and bats the puck off of a penguin into his own net for a power play goal as Ricard Raquel got in front of the clearing attempt from Anderson And the Penguins are on the board. Into the corner it goes. Rust tying up Stasny and Burns' puck will come free. It'll be deflected out in front. Backhand chance. Anderson with the safe. Crosby whacks at it. Still loose at the top of the paint. And then you'll get a whistle. Crosby bats it behind the Canes net. Martinuk will get to it. Martinuk on the backhand. This is going to roll. Aim for the empty net, but it'll miss it. And it'll still take time off the clock. Not ideal, but still 10 seconds left for Carolina. Malkin, giving a rough shove in the boards by Slavin. Puck in the corner, it comes out to the captain. Bounce in the corner, one second left, and it's over. The Hurricanes hang on for a hard-fought two-win over the Penguins.
1: Game. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Hurricanes beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 2-1 tonight at PNC Arena. And they win their second in a row. One more. And we can officially call it a winning streak thanks to our friend Lou Brown. Uh, Hurricanes were the much better team tonight. Had to hold on once again. Maybe didn't get enough out of the first two periods uh, penalty problems not all their own doing to be honest you know I don't like to complain about the officiating but I thought the officiating left something to be desired although I really didn't have any problem with uh well at least one of the period penalties in the third period Jordan martin definitely tripped um but man it was uh it was a tough night I thought on the guys in striped shirts but either way Hurricanes' penalty kill was great. It just gave them a chance to shine. The only goal, you heard the only goal. It was an absolute fluke. What the fungo, Freddie Anderson? We got a lot of things to talk about, but we're not going to spend a ton of time, as you can tell, trying to play hurt here. Uh, I don't normally lose my voice. I actually feel fine for those people who do care. I don't think you should. Uh, But uh, maybe it's a little bit of a sinus infection just kind of bothering me. But anyway, we're here. Brought to us by Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy Hanna's crew do a great job. And you should check them out online. Free no obligation estimate right there. They can make your home more beautiful and more energy efficient at the same time. How many people can do that? All right, let's let's uh, let's try to run down some things here. And again, this is probably going to be a quicker episode of the Kane's Corner Podcast than we have ever had. And I will point out that we have another one coming tomorrow. And we will see uh, what's going to happen tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll be able to uh, last through that one. So, let's just start in goal. Freddie Anderson, other than the, I don't know what this was. Oh, now I- Anderson
0: tries to make a fancy play and bats the puck off of a Penguin into his own net for a power play goal. As Ricard Raquel got in front of the clearing attempt from Anderson, and the Penguins are on
1: the board. Of all the ways to give up a power play goal, I mean, you gotta be kidding me. So, the Hurricanes' penalty kill was tremendous tonight. They were really 6-for-6. Six six. The Penguins had nine total shots on goal, including the goal, which really wasn't a shot, right? <laughs> that, but it includes the goal. So they actually took, I think it was 11 shots, because they had one blocked and there or two blocked, and there was one missed. Um, they didn't get a lot of great looks on the power play. Now, they had some chances that weren't shots that either went through uh, legs or got knocked down. I mean, it wasn't like they were unthreatening. There was some threat because you, there should be, right? Including about a minute, what, minute 35 of five on three right at the end of the second period. Yeah, there were 10 seconds bleeding over into the third period. Uh, but just Carolina's penalty kill was spectacular tonight. I thought a lot of that. Jordan Stahl had a lot to do with that. Sebastian Aho. Had a lot to do with that tonight. Uh, I think, honestly, Carolina won the game because of their penalty kill. Freddie Anderson was a big part of that tonight. But the PK was tremendous. Um, Aho was better than Sidney Crosby tonight. If you watch the game, you will agree. Aho was better than Sidney Crosby, and that was the matchup Rod Brindamore wanted. He wanted Jordan Stahl on Yevgeny Malkin. I thought Malkin was excellent. I thought Malkin probably was better than Jordan Stahl tonight. Um, But Jordan Stahl was on the ice for Carolina's first goal, the Brady Shea goal. And that line was heavy enough to uh, keep the puck alive. And Brett Pesci got it across to Brady Shea, who kind of was on the left-hand side. And he kind of ducked in to the middle and then off of Casey DeSmith's glove and fluttered into the upper part of the net. Good shot, though, to be honest. DeSmith uh, did everything he could just to get a glove on it. Um, but this really spoke to Carolina's penalty kill, Brett Pesci, Brady Shea, Jacob Slavin, Jalen Chatfield. Very good. And then, of course, you have the Chatfield goal, and the Chatfield goal really made possible by the work of Aho in the offensive zone. Again, if you go w- back and watch the play... Aho has to do some maneuvering with the puck, just to be able to find a lane to get the puck to Chatfield. Really was a tremendous play. I thought Aho was great tonight. It's one of my three stars. Anyway, uh, Pesci, Aho, and Anderson were my three stars. Um, the blue line was really good, but I thought some of the forwards—Aho, Jarvis, Taravon, and that line was great tonight. Thought the fourth line, even though it got limited time, I thought the fourth line, especially in the first period, was great tonight. Um, I think Carolina's only line that wasn't good tonight for me, and they had the puck a lot, but they were also careless with it. Was Svechnikov, Natis, and Stasny? I don't think they were great tonight. And Andre's had some, like I think the last couple of weeks have been a little rough on Andre in terms of well, he hasn't scored goals. I think it's now. Seven in a row without a goal. He didn't go to the penalty box tonight, so that's a good thing. So we have that to be uh, to be proud of, that he didn't go to the penalty box tonight. But um, there was a lot to the good, and I think everybody in the blue line played very well tonight. Uh, Brady Shea, ninth goal of the season. Nine goals, 11 assists. He had nine goals and 30 assists last year. That's a career high. 39 points is a career high. Uh, Do I think he's going to get to 39 points? Probably not. Maybe. But he's going to pass nine goals. I'm almost positive about that. Um, He continues to be just incredible. And I think when we have talked about Carolina's core, we haven't always mentioned Brady Shea. I don't know what it's going to cost to keep Brady Shea around here. He's got one more year left on a contract next year. So he and Pesci are both up after next year. Seth Jarvis will need a new contract after next year. Hopefully they'll take care of that this year. Um, And if I were the Hurricanes, I would try to take care of it this year. When he's not having the great offensive year. Though we're only halfway through this one. Uh, But that's what I would do. Try to take care of it. Do something short uh, after this year. So we'll see how that all works out. But to me, Brady Shea is a core piece. The way, the amount of ice time he can eat up. The fact that you can use him in in all situations. How about the fact that Carolina's best power play unit right now is Pesci and Shea on the blue line, and the Ajo line, Ajo-Jarvis-Terevanen. I thought that power play was very good today. Now, unfortunately, Carolina's, that's probably not going to be good in the postseason. You're going to need a better power play than that in the postseason. But it was good tonight. I thought, I thought it it created a lot of chances. It was better than the uh, burns kokaniemi Natus, svechnikov nason power play. Burns has not yet really found it on the power play for Carolina. And I will be curious at the end of next month when we get to the trade deadline, if Carolina doesn't try to address that and try to get that power play better and find somebody else who can be part of the power play. I know there's somebody in Philadelphia who might not be uh, opposed to coming back here. I'm just saying. I'll throw it out there. I'm just saying. Um, and the t- the term of the contract is uh, is good enough where Caroline is only obligated for one more. Oh, I'll say his name. Anthony D'Angelo. I don't know what Philadelphia would want for him. I don't think it would be a ton. I think they're trying to clear money. It's only a two-year deal. It's not like he signed a six-year deal there. They only signed a two-year deal. I think it's a two-year deal. I'll go check it in a second, but um, if I'm right, I think almost positive, it was just a two-year, $5 million-a-year deal. You can can cover, because Jalen Chatfield's going to be part of this team, you can cover that pretty easily. Jordan Stahl's not going to make $6 million next year. You still got Jarvis on a cheap deal. I assume you'll have maybe another... You know, Pacioretty will be off the books next year, unless you decide to re-sign him. And I have, maybe they will. Maybe they'll try to re-sign him. Um, coming off the an injury-plagued year, we don't know what uh Max Pacioretty is going to command. But I'm pretty sure Carolina's not going to give him $7.5 million. So Stasny will be off the books. Kasha will be off the books. And again, you'll have uh, a lower number on Jordan Stahl. So there's going to be room. Jay, uh... Jake Gardner, I, although it's, it's LTIR, but you won't have that obligation. So I, I, Look, I think there's a lot of things that Carolina can do, and I, I believe they'll be able to fit some money under the cap when we get to it. But it doesn't have to be D'Angelo. Anybody else that can help run your power play. I like Brett Pesci and all, but I don't think Brett's a, uh, an ideal power play quarterback. I spent too much time on this. Uh, Shea's also got three goals and two assists in his last five, seven goals, and six assists in his last 18 games. So 13 points in his last 18 games. That's impressive stuff. Uh, Brett Pesci has points in three straight, and he's got 10 points in his last 10 games. Two goals and eight assists in his last 10 games. Um, he's been very good. Very, very good. Uh, Jalen Chatfield has five goals in his last 11 games. Um, Maybe they should try him on the power play or in a shootout. It's fun stuff from from Jalen Chatfield. Adam Gold in studio with Sammy Hanna, owner and operator of the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Thanks for coming over. You brought a friend with you.
0: I did, Adam. I brought Jeff Monsign here with me today. It's great to have Jeff continue to be a part of the Aluminum Company. Obviously, took over the company from his father in 1984. And me and him had a great time growing the company through all those years. And now we're going to continue the legacy of the Aluminum Company with myself, Ryan, all the salesmen that have continued on with the company, Dallas Frull, Danny Newman, Patrick Day, John Alexander, Jeff Hoffman. And my children are now starting with the company. Oh, my gosh. So we've got a new generation kicking off with the aluminum company to continue on the legacy. So Sammy, Get in here, Jeff. Uh, can I say something? Please. I'm going to elbow him out of the way. If you're thinking about exterior home
1: improvements, give the Aluminum Company a call. Sammy has done an unbelievable, fantastic job. It makes me proud that I was able to exit the company and somebody was able to take it over to keep up the high standards that I started. So I'm very proud of Sammy as well. You guys are amazing. Customer service is the best thing you guys do. 800-672-4348, AluminumCompany.com. Carolina, with a really good performance today. And again, I thought the Ajo line outperformed the Crosby line. Thought the fourth line was excellent. I think Jordan Stahl's line held their own against Malkin early on. I think Malkin was really going uh, from the, but from that point on, I think the uh, I think the stall line kind of got it together, uh, and they were much better in the second half. Let's talk about a couple of quick things. The five on three was spectacular. Freddie Anderson was great. Uh, five on three kill was tremendous. That was Sebastian Aho for a lot of it. Uh, Jordan Stahl was in the penalty box because I thought the Calvin DeHaan penalty that to create the first power play was questionable. And then the Jordan Stahl penalty. I'm not blaming Casey DeSmith for falling down. I'm sure he fell down. But that's just incidental contact. It's two guys who skated into each other. I don't I think it's an improper call to say that Jordan Stahl did that. It's two guys who skated into each other and i guess you give i'd have to go back and look at it was did did stall skate through the crease or did that contact happen outside the crease i don't know i think there was there were some really questionable calls tonight that were uh that were made against carolina but whatever it, it is what it is uh but that 5 on 3 was key it was probably the ball game right there uh pittsburgh not scoring with about a minute 20 minute 25 of five on three, it was eighteen thirty six. So uh, about minute twenty four of five on three at the end of the period, and that to me, that's that's really the game right there. You don't score. Carolina goes into the third period with a two nothing lead. The goal was a what the fungo, as essentially Freddie tried to uh, fungo the puck out of the zone. After a, a Crosby flip from the blue line, I mean, he makes the catch, and all I could think of was Scott Darling. How do you let that go? But you, know, he, the camera when it panned on Rod Brindamore, he's like, "What the hell is that?" We've seen some weird goals, but it's like I don't even consider that a bad goal. It's like, what is that? Because Freddie was great tonight. Freddie was the easy runaway first star tonight. So two more things. First, right at the beginning of the third period, 10 seconds left on the power, on the five-on-three, and then another, what, what, 24 seconds left to kill off the five-on-four. Sebastian Ajo and Sidney Crosby are going to face off. You win the draw, and you pretty much end the five-on-three. And... Aho was complaining to the referee that they weren't making Sidney Crosby like address the face-off properly. Crosby had one leg further out in front of the other, Um and if you look at the face-off circles, they have those hash marks. You got to be behind, and Aho was mad because Crosby was cheating. So Aho was complaining to the referee, and then. um Crosby it wasn't moving, because if I were Sidney Crosby, I wouldn't move either unless the referee made me. Uh, and then Aho got mad. He just whacked Crosby's stick, and the referee kicked Ajo out of the circle. Remember, Ajo's the only forward at that point. You got Slavin and Burns. Burns stepped in and wins the draw clean. And that is awesome. He won it clean. Now, Carolina's still allowed... Uh, the rush to create a chance, although it came, the shot came after the Dahan penalty expired. So, had they scored, it would not have been a five on three goal. It would have been a five on four goal, although Dahan was not even in the play at the time Malkin took the shot. Um, but Anderson was excellent, and it was just funny to see Burns win the draw clean over Sidney Crosby. Um, that whole, that whole sequence was just weird uh but real quick thinking about tomorrow or today depending on when you listen to this the Vancouver Canucks are here Vancouver is not good Vancouver is they're uh I think they lost today I think seven, uh, 17 22 and three 37 points uh now 142 goals right I mean it's a good amount of goals Right? they can score they have more goals than Carolina has this year uh, they also give up a ton of goals they give they've given up 163 there aren't that many teams who have given up more goals than that so because you have a few days off do you let Freddie go again I mean it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the worst thing you ever did is to, to let Freddie go one more time because Carolina's next game is Uh, isn't until Thursday. So you have three full days off. If you start Freddie, then you've got three days off until the wild come in. But my guess is Freddie's just coming back from a knee injury. Vancouver's no good. They do score. There's no reason... To not... I mean, you have a backup goalie here. Somebody could play if Freddie Anderson was bad and you had to pull him. So... Let Piotr or Auntie, whoever... I saw were out in the press box today. Uh, might be the nicest human being walking the planet. I don't know. He's certainly in the running. Uh, we He has a, a... He had a beautiful... I mean, silver gray... Uh, pea coat. Gosh, it was... I, I want that coat. Um... And we were talking about kids and all that and making lunches. and um, Yeah, we had that conversation. <laughs> but, I mean, he's healthy enough to play. We have three healthy goalies here now. Not They're not, maybe not tip-top health, but they have three guys capable of playing. So, um, I don't think Rod can make a bad decision tomorrow. I really don't, or today, again, depending on what you're listening to it. Uh, so, who we'll find out who starts Sunday when they skate out onto the ice before the game, or you could just follow me on Twitter because I might know ahead of time. Uh, at a gold fan, why don't you do that? So, Hurricanes with a three-two, w- oh, I'm sorry, a two-one win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. They sweep the season series from Pittsburgh for the first time in Hurricanes history. Last time they did it was when they were the Hartford Whalers in 1987. They took three, all three games. So they maxed out six points. Here they get the maximum eight from the Penguins. Penguins scratched out one overtime loss point, and that's it. All right, so we are out of here. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. So, Sammy Hannah and his crew have great, uh, great stuff for you, and they hope to hear from you online at aluminumcompany.com. Uh, New Jersey in LA tonight. If the Devils win, they'll be back within two. Devils have won three straight. Um, Carolina, right now, with a four point cushion. The Rangers are six back. Washington lost at home to Philly, so the Washington is nine back. The Islanders won at home tonight over Montreal. They are 12 back. Pittsburgh is 13 13 points behind Carolina right now after the uh, Hurricanes swept the season series. Boston won a thriller from Toronto. Boston leads the Atlantic by 11 points. Tampa Bay has 55. Florida uh, just got back to 500 again. Florida's got 44 points. How about Florida being... Ooh, eight points out of a playoff spot right now. That's a good roster. There's really no reason why that roster is not a playoff team. They have really, really struggled in the West. Uh, Vegas, who is playing Edmonton tonight, Vegas has 58 points. Seattle has won eight in a row. They are on 56 points. Kings also playing, uh, so the Kings might actually jump up with Vegas. Who knows? But Seattle's had 56 points. Calgary, 51. Dallas and Winnipeg each have 57. Minnesota's got 52. And Edmonton right now would be the second wild card at 49 uh, 49 points. And Edmonton, again, is playing in Vegas. And right now, Colorado would miss the playoffs. On forty five points. They won seven nothing, but Colorado right now is on the outside of the playoff bubble. And I mean, they're just they have not consistently played well. And you're just not going to be able to fake your way through the season. You're just not going to be able to do that. Anyway, that's all I got. I'm Adam Gold. Follow the Canes Corner podcast wherever you get your podcast and let us know what you think, what you like. And uh, we'll be here because that's what we do after every Hurricanes game. Uh, thank you very much for spending some time, and we'll see you later. You've been listening to the Canes Corner podcast with Adam Gold.
0: Hey, I drive I'm all new.
1: Yes, I do. The Canes Corner podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network.